TechShift is supported by North Park University, offering more than 40 undergraduate programs within an intercultural Christian setting on the north side of Chicago. More at northpark.edu. North Park University, lives of significance and service. I'm Nyla Boudou. Today in TechShift, this Saturday, thousands of people across the country will take part in the third annual National Day of Civic Hacking. Groups in more than 100 cities will meet to design apps, websites, and services to try to solve problems in their community. This year, Chicago is hosting four events with goals from improving neighborhoods to creating more sustainable fisheries. Here to tell us more are Christopher Whitaker, the Chicago Brigade Captain for Code for America. Stephen Philpot is a Social Ventures Fellow at the Center for Neighborhood Technology. On the line with us is Kelly Borden, the Citizen Science Education Lead at the Adler Planetarium. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Christopher, I think we should start with how the, the National Day of Civic Hacking first come together. Sure. So this is the third year of National Day of Civic Hacking. Um, it was first thought out by the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy. Uh, this year it's being spearheaded by Code for America and is designed to host uh, events all across the country where people come together to learn about and to uh, leverage their technology skills to help make their communities better. And how has this changed over the past couple of years? It's gotten bigger. Um, I think last year we were in something like 50-something cities, and now we're in uh, hundreds of cities, and a lot of cities, including Chicago, are having multiple events in in single cities, and so it's just gotten, like, way bigger. Stephen, let's talk about your event uh, at the Center for... It's at the Center for Neighborhood Technology? It's actually going to be at Tech Nexus, downtown Chicago. And why are you guys hosting one? Well, this is the fourth year of the 2000, well, it's the fourth year of the CNT, Urban Sustainability Apps Competition, and this is to promote the bridge between community-minded individuals and technologists and the capability to create apps that solve real problems, which is kind of at the cornerstone of what CNT does. And when you say urban sustainability apps, can you give us some examples? So what we did was we we broke down the um, urban sustainability category into five subcategories, so economic, environmental, social, cultural, and then one integrated, which combines all of them. Uh, Some of the apps that have come out of the competition in the past have been focused on helping people locate uh, or fix the food desert issue or locate uh, youth-based programs much more easily. One of the entries this year is focused on helping youth traverse across the Safe Passages Network through a network of uh, volunteers and free programs for them. And Kelly Borden, how's the Adler involved? What's going on there? Uh, This will be the third year that we're hosting our Civic Hack Day as part of the national event. Uh, This year we're uh, holding a straight-up hack day where we're inviting members of the community to come in as problem owners and technologists to come in and help create digital solutions to some of those problems. So when you say you're inviting members of the community, Kelly, who who do you have in mind? Uh, We could have a student in a neighborhood who sees something going on in their neighborhood that they'd like to address. Uh, We sometimes have folks coming in from other nonprofits. Uh, This year, for example, we have some folks from the Lincoln Park Zoo coming in because they want to create um, a digital campaign to increase awareness about uh, the effects of the urban ecosystem on bird populations. Uh, We also have the Center for College Access and Success at Northeastern University that wants to come in and create um, an interactive way for students to be able to access grant scholarship information. So really the gamut. So Kelly, at the Adler, it's not just a science focus. 
It is not. No, absolutely not. And Christopher, of the four events that are happening here, are they kind of there? Are they necessarily? It sounds like they're not necessarily themed for specific things. There's some there's some events that are going on that are themed. Uh, the Shed uh, Aquarium is having a, a hackathon around sustainable fishing. Um, but really, you can find all sorts of events to fit whatever you're interested in. There's also a legal hackathon going on. Uh, if you go to smartchicagocollaborative.org slash hackforchange, uh, we've listed all the events. Um, I'm running a training boot camp uh, at Blue 1647 for people who are involved in their community but uh, want to get more information and uh, learn more about uh, tech tools to help organize communities. So this isn't something that's just for people who are uh, consider themselves civic hackers or people who are deep into the technology space? Absolutely. Um, like uh, when we run Hack Night, which is, happens every Tuesday inside Merch Mart, uh, Shy Hack Night is actually 60% non-coders. And for you guys, Stephen, what are you hoping your group is going to get out of this weekend? Well, what what we did to kind of prepare our civic-minded individuals was reach out to a number of community organizations to get them to kind of get uh, drive a belief of an idea that they can articulate to the coders, designers, and architects. So at the end of the day, we want to see minimally viable products that can be deployed to communities. So these apps have uh, a functionality of serving to fix the problem, but it also gives the the communities or communities of interest the idea that they can now reach out. One thing I want to mention is that Microsoft is our presenting sponsor, and they went out to all of these communities, and they helped put regular folks' hands-on app development process so they can understand how to think like a coder and the things they needed to consider in taking this idea to the app phase. Kelly, what's the Adler's motivation for being involved with Civic, um, with the National Day of Civic Hacking? I mean, it really started out um, within our citizen science department where we um, have a number of developers and designers who just wanted to do a hack day. Uh, so about three, three years ago, we did a science hack day, and it was a great success. And uh, we found out about the National Day of Civic Hacking and thought, why not? And it really was just born from the culture of that department, and it's something that we really enjoy doing. Uh, we often have a strong youth component at that event, and so it really just kind of uh, checked all the boxes for us for engaging um, young people in the community at large in STEM. Is there an age limit, Christopher, on who can come? Um, no, not at all. And I wonder how you think, uh, you've said one thing that's changed over the past three years is that certainly it's gotten a lot bigger. How do you think Chicago's role in this day of civic hacking has changed? Well, Chicago has a sort of a civic innovation ecosystem that um, helps support projects like these. We have the city of Chicago who's spent a tremendous amount of time and energy uh, opening up data and make it e- making it easy for people to use their data. We have foundational support through the Smart Chicago Collaborative with the Community Trust and MacArthur providing a lot of support for civic technology projects. And through uh, Shy Hack Night, we have a outstanding, very active, very large community that's uh, full of technologists, nonprofit employees, government aid employees who are interested in, do- in working on projects like this. And through that work, we've sort of been a national model for uh, people in other cities who are also trying to do this kind of work. Kelly, I was wondering about that. I mean, do you find that the Adler, when you uh, get involved with these things, it maybe introduces you to different organizations and communities you don't get to see as much? Oh, absolutely. Um, No doubt about that. 
you know, the, the Adler is often sort of pigeonholed as a place for only space science, but really what we're um, all about is uh, the tech pieces. Uh, well, not entirely all about. We also like space science, too. Uh, so this really gives us a chance to interface with um, some peers at organizations we might not otherwise get to interact with. That's Kelly Borden, the citizen science education lead at the Adler Planetarium. Thanks also in studio uh, with me, Stephen Philpott, Social Ventures Fellow at the Center for Neighborhood Technology, and Christopher Whitaker, Chicago Brigade Captain for Code for America. Lots of events. We tweeted them out. If you follow WBEZ Afternoon, you can see everything happening this Saturday. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.